Hi guys, I'm Ashley. I'm Eve. And I'm Nick. And we're the Money Medics. And we're the hosts of Your Real Money Stories. An original podcast series brought to you in association with Zopa. The podcast will we'll be giving you the unfiltered truth about money through anonymous confessions and unfiltered opinions. As well as providing useful information and resources for each topic we discuss. And we have to say, this isn't financial advice. These are just our views. guys welcome back to your real money stories podcast in association with zopa so we're the money medics and you know we're all about sharing real stories conversations and information about money you know so that you can make better decisions about your personal finances so this is a your dilemmas episode where we invite interesting and exciting guests just to kind of help us answer your money related dilemmas as well as share their personal stories and experiences and today is all about money in relationships mm-hmm. so i'm actually <laughs> pharmacist by day foodie by night and you know i love money my name is eve pharmacist also landlady and why do i always say that wrong landlady <laughs> and new mum awesome um so i'm nick a uh, strategy consultant and i'm always going to be the one to fact check what we're talking about but also question just like what's currently out there in the universe you know yeah i think people should start questioning unconventional okay. wisdom yeah okay. so I'm also joined by Silly and Linda Brakes. Yeah. All I want to say is that these guys have been at every step of the journey yeah. in our marriage, yeah. even when we've had yeah. like a serious <laughs> trouble. So, really <laughs> this is going to be an interesting episode. Yeah. So, like you said, actually, today's episode is all about money in relationships or finance in relationships. And, like you just said, they have been through. From when we were in the trenches, Sully and Linda were there. <laughs> so we initially had very, very different opinions on how we arrange our money in our relationship. Mm. But we went through counselling and now we're on the same page. Yeah. We're getting there. Yeah, we're getting there. Yeah. <laughs> we're getting there. Um, but I've got an interesting stat for everyone. Mm. I don't know if everyone knows this, but like since lockdown, mm. there's been more divorces. And I have this theory that... Um, marriage in lockdown one year in lockdown is worth like four years or five years of marriage that's, that's, that's just agree. my theory that's my theory um so divorce rates are really high at the moment mm. and the marriage rate has been at the lowest it's ever been mm. so what do you guys think i'll leave it to him <laughs> I, don't, I don't really have an opinion to be honest as, as long as my marriage is in the lower percentage then i'm easy mm. <laughs> i really don't know what do you think babs like it makes sense the mm. statistic i think because you spend more time with the person mm. that you're supposed to spend more time with but you hadn't because you're so focused on work yeah. or other things so i think it makes sense i think the first year for us uh it wasn't too difficult because he works from home anyway yeah. right um mm. but i remember like the first week being so fun and then the second week was like oh my god like yeah. <laughs> we're here again yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, she was just yeah. invading my space uh, yeah exactly <laughs> you know, it was his yeah. space and i was there all the time so, <laughs> so now, um, yeah so then I had to share the remote control, you know, you have to, you have to share the fridge, you know, yeah. and then you have to be a bit more organised. You know, usually before she gets home, I just tidy up the house, you know, but now I had to kind of, it had to be tidy. Keep it tidy all yeah, day. Yeah, from the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I experienced that no, as well. But, I, I, but, I, but I, I want to give a proper introduction. Yeah. You know? um, we have joined with us, mm. you know, Silly Breaks. 
he's blessed us with his presence uh, coming off the back of Ryan like is it helping Mark Zuckerberg with the metaverse oh, uh, project you know, <laughs> uh, spoken word artist uh, investor I don't know philanthropist I'm not a philanthropist <laughs> <laughs> no, not, I believe in philanthropy yeah. but I wouldn't go as far I give money to my mum my son <laughs> but philanthropy is a bit of an <laughs> of an, of an ex, uh, yeah. exaggeration yeah maybe okay. to the mosque like to when the, I go there yeah, yeah. Okay. And then he's currently writing about marriage and love and marriage at the moment. Mm-hmm. And of course, we're joined by Linda Brakes, ex-banker, like to say multi-hyphenated individual. What, what I mean by that is she works in the music industry. Mm-hmm. She's a uh, so very well-known artist, or Kwashi Arthur, Malik Berry. She mm-hmm. um, worked with Platoon, but was acquired by Apple. Yeah, yeah. Um, also the person behind TEDx Peckham. Yeah. Also a writer, mm-hmm. you know, so like, um, I think in order for us to have a really balanced conversation, it's important that we ha- we see both sides of the spectrum. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That, and that wasn't a good introduction for Linda. So let, let me let me introduce my wife standing next to me is the beautiful, honorable, anointed partner in crime, Linda Brakes. You know who spent, who graduated from the University Russell Group of Sheffield, studying accounting and finance. Also did German on the side, so she actually speaks German and French. So when we went to France, she actually ordered the croissants and the, cre- <laughs> and the pancakes. Now I was impressed. Okay, fine. She then went on to work for RBS five years in corporate banking, where she moved on to project manager at a small a startup called Platoon, which then went on to be managed and acquired by Apple, where she operates a project manager who manages the whole of the African division. And to put that in context, this year Platoon did 700 million streams wow. and the African division that she is in charge of did 400 million of those streams. Wow. Not, not that, not to rest on her laurels. She was also Billboard 40 under 40. She runs TEDx Peckham in obviously Peckham, where we've had esteemed guests such as Malik Berry, Richard Taylor, Leomi Anderson, etc., etc. The list goes on. Also, her personal phone book or Rolodex includes some of the artists that she helps manage their projects, which is Simi, Mr. Easy, Tenny, Coffee. And we could go on forever. Recently, she's just received the plaque we have, which we have in our kitchen from Tim Cook himself. Congratulating her for five years of excellent work at Apple. That's true. And uh, alongside all of that, along with looking after our son, cooking the the best Nigerian jollof that I've tasted, yeah. she runs, <laughs> she manages, she runs and helps manage a personal finance platform with entrepreneur, um, social media, uh, guru, guru Patricia say. Bright, and they have a platform called The Break, which helps people. Actually, would you want to explain what the yeah, break Yeah, the break, uh, break, uh, the break helps women with personal development and personal finance. So that's what we do. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's that's it. Yeah. It's gonna be interesting. I know. Yeah. Thank you for me as well. Then please. <laughs> Seriously. Huh? Okay, fine. But I can't do like any of your style. To. I will just I'll just say the words and then you can voice stub it afterwards. <laughs> so it'll be my voice, but it'll be your mouth moving. Okay, can we do it like that? Okay, go on. Okay then. Introducing my loving, adoring, sexy, tremendous husband. <laughs> Solomon, the love of my life, the She's apple of my eye. It. I've never seen anyone who's made me feel so great. Stop, stop, stop. 
Now, do you know what? I feel like you've just clarified, compl- you've, you've basically done my job for me because I was about to say, tell us a little bit about your background, how you guys have met and what brought you to where you are now? We always have different stories every time people ask us this because it's been... 14 years now mm. so sometimes you know it gets fuzzy right yeah. but my my mind is always crystal clear I think uh, we met at university um, typical university story um, boy likes girl boy asks girl, girl out yeah. girl was bored so she said yes <laughs> and now she's married <laughs> so <laughs> literally <laughs> have I am I wrong on that yeah it's called running game it's yeah. called running playing, game. playing your cards right and running game you know what I mean obviously <laughs> She's embellished the story a little oh, bit. I didn't. It's more like boy likes girl. Girl is infatuated with boy. Boy can't get rid of her, so he asks her to the prom. <laughs> so hopefully she sees that he gets a lot of attention and she loses interest. Oh, really? That doesn't happen. And 14 years later, she's still tagging along. <laughs> yeah. That's the, that's the thing. There you go. And How romantic. Child, yeah. What a romantic story. Um, so obviously why we brought you guys here today just to help us with some money related dilemmas so you know like raw money stories this podcast is all about creating a safe space for people kind of just to like share their stories Mm. without judgement so some of our community members have sent in some voice notes of their dilemmas so it will be really nice for you to help us answer them so if everyone could just kind of put their headphones on Hey Money Medics I feel insecure in my current relationship and I don't know what to do I live with my boyfriend, we've been together for five years and have lived together for three, but I think our dynamic is a bit weird. From the outside it seems as though he pays for everything I need, housing, bills and even my car. He bought a house and as I'm very skilled I redecorated the home, which probably would have cost him around £30,000. Of course I did it for free to show him my appreciation for everything he's done. He sold the home and made a £100,000 profit. He bought a new home that also requires a lot of work and has asked for my help to renovate it as I did so well last time so we can sell it for maximum profit. I have realised I'm not gaining anything here. However, I have no assets and only a few hundred pounds in my bank account. I really love him and overall he's a great guy that I one day want to marry. We both have traditional values where we believe the man should go to work and the woman should look after the home. And he is so high maintenance, so I wouldn't be able to work and sustain this relationship. Mm. 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 Wow, a guy being high maintenance, that's a first. (laughs) (laughs) So what what do you guys think? Do you think she's reasonable for wanting some profit? Absolutely. If Linda says she's reasonable, then I'm not. <laughs> so you think so? I don't think she's, she should expect the same amount that mm. she put in, but he should really offer her something. Mm. Don't you think? No, I don't think so. So okay. she she decorated um, that was that could have cost him thirty grand. Um, he made a hundred grand profit um, when he sold the house and then mm. bought a new house, right? Mm-hmm. And so you're saying that she sh- he shouldn't have given her any money. So, so I'm looking at this from I mean, we're looking at it from a business standpoint, a relationship standpoint. Bit of both. Yeah, I'm okay. here by. Yeah. From a business standpoint, if you're so good at renovating, why do you only have a hundred pound in your bank account? Um, I'm, no, I'm just saying that if if you've been renovate, if you can do thirty k worth of renovations, I'm I'm shocked. Meaning that this is not a service that you provide, or do you get what I'm saying? So, yeah. if it's not your day to day, then there was no kind of way to quantify that contribution. Mm. But another thing is if she said she did it for for like um a token of her appreciation 
then how why is the price of your appreciation fluctuating do you get what i'm saying you said it was that's i'm looking that's me from the business standpoint mm. from a relationship standpoint it kind of depends on it like if you made a hundred grand and me and linda talk about this all the time if you made a hundred grand off the house like a hundred grand is not a lot of money in business so it depends what he's going to do with a hundred grand now mm. if he's going to the club and he's and he's chilling with his boys and he's doing that then of course he should be giving us some of the money mm. but if it's money that's going directly towards the business that is long term going to be funneling the family life they're going to lead then it's a bit of a different thing and mm. we kind of have this debate as well in it when mm -hmm. we're talking about like commission and like and stuff like that all mm. the time in it because me and Linda, we have a business together. Mm -hmm. And you know, and it's kind of like a lot of the stuff goes back into the business and Linda would be like, nope, that's mine. And it'll be like, then we'll get into it. And then then we have to go, we'll have that conversation. Yeah. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I don't want to come across as sexist. Or sexist <laughs> well, no, one, no, no, one, no one should can cancel me. You should not please. start a sentence like that. <laughs> <laughs> Whether you're about to say, <laughs> just don't. But, but all I'm going to say is that, um, I feel like when you go into business, it's that thing of dividing like personal feelings mm. versus like thinking from a rational point of view. Mm. From a rational point of view, if she, like her point around doing for love, mm. why isn't there some form of agreement? In, like okay. if you want something, if you want to return from she it, well, yeah, there should be an yeah. agreement in place, you know? And I, and I feel, I feel personally sometimes as guys, if you're looking from a you where I think we're quite transactional, mm -hmm. whereby um, more likely than not, I, I'm just speaking from my experience of mm -hmm. uh, working with both of you, you can allow feelings or um, endearment. Wait, my opinion is that like um be careful yeah or, or no, i'm just going to give an example right like let's just say we've like had a tiff or something mm. right i like to just say you know let me get let me like let's go um go over the tiff and go just work on the the business side oh, yeah. to, towards money medics mm -hmm. and then it's like the tiff will get involved <laughs> in us trying to move forward okay. on the do you not agree okay i think you should definitely see things separate mm. but i don't think there should be an agreement like there isn't an agree mm. when you're in a relationship with someone like there isn't an agreement if you're doing a business with them, if that makes oh. sense. Mm. I get paid to project manage, mm. right? Mm. Um, that's my career. Um, and if I'm doing it for my husband for free, <laughs> mm. which I was doing for like for five five years, like pretty much, like I'm not gonna say, oh, can you sign this when, when you do have money, sign this so you can pay me 10%. No, babe, um, when you get money, yeah, you know yeah. you're gonna pay me ten percent. It's like mm. a it's like a um, unsaid thing yeah. because you expect yeah. your your partner to do the right thing, yeah. and I feel like if they don't do the right thing, then you almost have to question yeah. like, are we on the same page here? Yeah. yeah. So I, that's the uh, yeah. There's and, no agreement. And for her to have that dilemma, kind of I feel like it means that he's not compensating for it in other areas. Like mm. do you know I what I'm saying? So, yeah. Like mm. someone's always said to me, like if people like are complaining, um, like start 
if you're working with people in business, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And there's people underneath who are like, oh, when, um, how much are you earning? And they're worried about how much profit you're making. It's generally because they feel like you're not paying them enough. Mm-hmm. If you're making a million and they're complaining, it means you're not paying them enough. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So my thing is like, how is he taking care of his, 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 not his wife, his girlfriend outside of like, her wanting conversation, he should mm. he should be contributing at least thirty k worth of like, other uh, in other areas of the mm. house. So then mm. it wouldn't necessarily need to be remunerated financially because mm. finance is not the only way you can True. compensate someone. You mm. know, like. But the, the let, me, the, let me flip the script. Like, how do you compensate for like the unsaid things in a relationship? Like the the woman doing like domestic stuff, like as you as you said before, oh, you know. Like, I love this question. Go on, carry on. <laughs> like, like cause I don't know, women are the, the like they manage the like you manage the household finances, yeah. uh, what domestic stuff, yeah. and then when you go on mat leave, so how do you compensate for that in a relationship? Well, silly. My thing is, we had this conversation just recently because it's now two years going on working from home and mm. being in the pandemic and in the in the marriage um, especially when you have children you realize that the woman takes the default position mm. of like everything else like on top of her working full time you know and i i basically said to him listen man like <laughs> I'm the default option. Like, this is how I said it. And he can attest to this. I said, I'm the default option. Whether or not I like it, Mm. I'm the default. If I'm at home, my son is going to come to me first. Like, it's just, and they have a very good relationship, but he's going to come to me first. Or if something needs to be done, it's going to fall on me, unless I ask him to help, which, you know, he, he will always help. But... If I'm the default position, I said to him, this is how I would like to be compensated. Mm. <laughs> like, And you have to spell that out clearly because I think it's different for different women mm. or vice versa. Like I said to him, this is how I would like to be compensated. I would like, please, I would like, thank you. And then sometimes buy me random gifts. Like mm. just, I want to see flowers and this is where the whole flower scenario comes in (laughs) i want to see flowers i want to see all of these random stuff without it being my birthday or without it being mother's day or Mm. you know because i think you have to show gratitude Mm. like even for me like personally when he does and i i don't even (laughs) this is weird but again maybe sexist but i feel like sometimes i say thank you too much um, Mm. and he tells me off for that he's like oh you don't need to say thank you for for him doing the the washing or the laundry you know so thanks for taking that out and he's like no because that's his duty as well so like that's a habit that i need to stop because Mm. he doesn't say thank you to me when i'm doing the laundry (laughs) or when i'm doing all this type of stuff right so i feel like you have to just um i guess the short answer to the question you have to basically say how you would like to be compensated mm. and if that person isn't doing that then i think that's where the disagreement comes okay, they, they they need to just sit down and have a conversation absolutely and very explicit with what she wants mm. yeah mm. and i will say something completely different i think they're not married they're boyfriend and girlfriend he mm. could at any point, point be like that's Sorry, the thing yeah. like, i found someone else yeah. she's younger she's prettier yeah. you know taking... i think she should get money from this yeah. i'm sorry but she definitely should find a way like this should be a written contract mm. absolutely say no i feel like she's just i'm not or doing just it saying no yeah. yeah like that's the best way you wasn't happy with the way it turned out first mm. time mm. but like yeah yeah sorry. okay we're gonna go through to the second dilemma yeah Okay, so I've been planning a luxury holiday and, well, seem to be having a slight situation. So I've saved up the money for it, but my boyfriend hasn't and I don't think he ever will. 
My boyfriend and I are both in our late 20s and it's been like a literal dream of mine to go on a luxury holiday before I turn 30. I'm double vaccinated by the way and the furthest I think I've been to is Wales. Yeah, Wales. Anyway, I've saved up enough for it and I would love for my boyfriend to come with me. However, he doesn't earn enough to be able to afford to travel with me. So if he was to come with me, I would have to pay for him, which I'm not okay with. Like, I'm absolutely not a sugar mummy and really don't think that it's fair. Like, it's me who should be suffering because of his money mistakes. But then, like, also, I do feel like it does seem selfish and wrong for me to go alone. Uh, yeah, what should I do? I love that. Ooh. Yeah, I'm not a sugar mummy. <laughs> Nobody should be a sugar mummy. Yeah. So, what, yeah, what should she do? Because I did yeah, what, what? No, let me hear your opinions first. What do you, what do you guys she think? Should she enjoy do? her holiday by herself or find someone who can afford to go with her. Um. I feel like often us women, and I'm going to say it quite clearly, we force our partners to do stuff that we want to do, mm. even though they're not in a position to. Mm. And they, you know, you we force, we make our guys feel bad because of that. And I don't think that's right. Mm. Um, I feel like um, if she wants to do something, she should. She should do it by herself and have fun mm. doing that or wait until he's in the position and not begrudge him for that because he's obviously got either other priorities or he's just not there yet. And mm. so, mm. yeah. What if it was the other way around? Actually, no, let me hear your opinion yeah. first. Do you agree? Yeah, I think she should go and enjoy her life, man. Yeah, yeah. What, what's, what's she waiting for him for? Yeah. Go on the holidays, like your big dream you wanted to go. Yeah. You'll still be there when you come back. I don't mm. even see how this is... Hold on. What, what if it was the other way around? If it was a guy that had a lot of money and oh. he said, "Oh, I don't want to bring my girlfriend along with me. I'm just going to go alone and leave her at home." Would you feel the same way? Well, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't feel the same way. No. But way. you're the guy and I'm the girl. Yeah. Would you take me? Yeah. Okay. And well, would you pay for her? Yeah. yeah. If she didn't have the money. Yeah. So yeah. why is it? But would I expect him to pay for it for me? No. But he would. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, yeah. He so would. why is it okay for the guy to pay for the woman, but not okay for the woman to pay oh, for the guy? Your question, then. No, nah, because I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm probably like traditional in that sense. Because it's not about the money or the holiday. For mm. me, I feel like if you're building a relationship, depending on your role, my in, in my relationship, my thing's always like to to kind of like to provide the vision for the family. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. And if part of that vision is this is the life we're going to lead, these are the holidays, then you need to expose someone to it for mm. them to believe in it and invest mm. in it. Do you get what I'm like saying? That. So <laughs> that's that's how I would see that. Yeah. Not just like, oh, it's a nice holiday, let's mm. go out. But she sounds like this is something she wants to do personally that mm. she's going to enjoy. Mm. You know what I mean? Then go and have your fun. Mm. Yeah, I get that. So there's a school of thought that, okay, let's say, for example, they were married. Um, there's a school of thought whereby everything within the marriage is shared 100%. So her money is his money, his money is her money. In that case, if they were married, do you think he should pay for her? If, if they, they were married, married. Mm -hmm. should he pay for her? Or should she pay? she pay for him? Should she, oh, mm. I thought, should she? If they were married, yeah. No, no, Not no. should, no. If she wants to, then she, she can. But mm. she shouldn't. Yeah. You know, if she wants, if she wants to. Hmm. Yeah, she but it sounds like this is some a personal like something she just wants it's on her bucket list and she wants to do it as yeah. opposed to they want to do it so um, if she wants to pay for him she can but yeah. um, she sounds like she's been saving for a long time yeah, yeah. for her holiday she's so. only been to Wales yeah. Wales your whole life yeah. Wales if I was like a train ride away she should just yeah. get on the go man Wales you know do you know what? no I think she should go by herself because I think 
at least early on in the relationship. I don't know, I feel like um, as human beings, we can get tired of like having to opportunity cost a certain type of Absolutely. enjoyment. Mm. Like for example, you're looking at your pairs, they're going away with their man or whatever. And because he's in a certain situation, yeah. you feel kind of trapped or like, I can't do anything. And then you start to become resentful, yeah. you know? So I'll encourage her to go, you know, the, the worst thing that can happen is that you look back in five years time, because of you, I didn't do X, Y, oh, and Z. Absolutely. I spent my whole life in Wells. Imagine that. You just <laughs> leave him, you just end up divorcing him. You just yeah. trapped her in Wells. You just crushed her soul. Yeah. I don't know, Nothing I wrong like... with Wells, by the way, if anyone's listening. <laughs> I have lots of friends from Wells. I know a lot of Welsh people. Nothing wrong with Wells. I'm just saying, comparatively, the distance from London to Wells is mm. not. Mm. So, I guess, like, uh, We've heard some dilemmas. Yeah. Um, again, it's, I don't know, this is quite a controversial uh, opinion. Right, go on. Um, so this this section, mm -hmm. is kind of, we just want to hear your thoughts on this mm -hmm. very controversial statement. Oh. Um, someone said into our DMs, um, it was a guy. Mm -hmm. um, so this is what this is what he said specifically. They said yeah. it wasn't you, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It wasn't me, but I have a lot to say on it though. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Should should it be a cultural norm for men to say state they want a fifty fifty financial partner in a relationship? A cultural norm. Should it be a cultural norm that a man should say, I want the relationship to be fifty fifty? You mean at the start of the relationship? Mm. From the from the beginning to end, the death to us part. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> death I'd... to us part. That's Means a you're difficult going 50 one. on the funeral as well. <laughs> funeral costs. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'd I'd run away from a guy who said that at the start. Mm. Why? What? Because I feel like, um, yeah, I'm your helper, but I don't think a woman should be relied upon um, to source whatever it is that you're growing especially for everything right mm. if he said okay i want us to buy a house together 50 50 okay cool but if he's saying from the start everything should be 50 50 and this is from the get-go mm. like that in my mind is already red flags mm. yeah mm. no i was just gonna say i think it's like i think the guy i see where then it's coming from i think the guy has the right to state Absolutely. That's what he wants and he should. Because yeah. I feel like some guys actually feel that way, but they're too scared yeah. to state yeah. it. Then they get into the relationship. Then the relationship starts going left because, you know, the woman never wanted 50-50, but that's what he wanted deep down. Yeah. And then it gets all bitter, bitter and sour. So I think it's really important, yeah. you know, for everyone to say what they want Absolutely. from the jump. Yeah, Agreed. And the reason why I say I have something to say about it mm -hmm. is... You have to be realistic, man. Like times are are hard. Like I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not even like there's what there's mm -hmm. the statistics around there. There was this adulting stat we shared yeah. that when you cal calculate all the costs, it's around like seven hundred fifty thousand pounds to um one point something million, like, like to, to, to adult. No, just to add, like, okay. to, to be an adult for uh -huh. how long? Over what like, period? Your, like the lifetime cost. So I'm like I'm just saying like back then, like mm -hmm. in our parents' generation. A guy, you know, take care of everything, you know, that's that's good. But yeah. I'm saying it's a lot of burden and financial burden to put on a guy that, you know what, um, you should like be the, the pillar of the house and, yeah. and push things forward. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I personally think if a guy says, you know what, because of the times we're living in, mm -hmm. like I want things like 
to be 50-50 um, I, I, don't, I don't see yeah. I think a guy should he can mm. but a, she should also expect a woman to say okay I don't want that and that's that's fine yeah. as well right mm-hmm. um, I agree with you the times are 100% hard um, but I feel like like she said everyone state what they want mm. and if they don't agree at the start then at least you know and it's mm. quite transparent um, at the get go I feel like if a woman was to say oh by the way at the start I want all of the housework and all of the things should, should be 50-50 at the start the guy there's no way a guy would have that oh I disagree but I think I mean this 50-50 is not a bad idea um, I don't mind it however the guy that's saying I want everything to be 50-50 he also needs to be willing to take on like you said the household responsibilities like childcare and obviously you can't breastfeed but, um, <laughs> but you, you, well you never know <laughs> but well, just yeah. everything in in the home and not just the obvious things like childcare is like the little things that, like you said, how women are the default yeah. in the household. They have to be like a joint default. It can't be, it's oh, not possible, you're just though. looking at me when there's something broken in the house yeah. or when the boiler needs a servicing, you're looking at me, oh, Eve, when are you? Sorry, yeah. not Eve. <laughs> not Eve. Not me. Exposing Nicholas. Not me. Not me, Nancy. You shouldn't have wrote that DM. You dug yourself a hole down. Not me personally, yeah. but it can't be looking at me saying, oh, Eve, has the boiler been serviced? No, why? <laughs> because I haven't done... Like, yeah. no, if you want the boiler to be serviced, you need to service the boiler, Nick. Yeah. You oh, should have serviced okay. the boiler. Yeah. <laughs> you should have serviced yeah, the boiler. Uh, sliding in the where you should be fixing the boiler. Come on, in man. My, in my, in my, no, do you know what? In our dynamic, right? Because Eve gone to the property ladder before me uh-huh. I don't I always thought okay let me because she's got experience she's done it before me I'll ask her questions okay like well, how do you about the boiler yeah, no, the, the boiler situation <laughs> yeah, no. okay. this boiler situation is fictional it's fictional yeah, 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 yeah. Not not real. no but he just said you was in a property ladder you <laughs> had a boiler before him so you have experience yeah. fixing boilers yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> is that the one you just said but for me this boiler is not real no the boiler is not real but it's more of like when it comes to the certain household tasks or like um, I think like finding the gas or I would I asked Steve like when it first happened when I first moved in right. I like where is this or so I, where I looked is what at, specify it because like, where, 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 where is the gas like, where, where is the, the gas because the normally in the big cupboard like you, oh, it's not hard to find I thought the boiler situation is digging me in a hole no, 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 it wasn't the boiler okay, um, I don't mean to cut you off but yeah, yeah, the boiler's getting too much attention yeah. <laughs> but um, but then also I, I get what like you know what you're saying, Nick, but as long as, like, you know, women are the ones that are giving birth and, you know, if they choose to breastfeed, they breastfeed, but mm. can it ever be, will it Will it ever be 50-50? Is it, it possible never, for it, to, it, for it to be ever, you know? But then, when you think of partnership, mm-hmm. what comes, does, do, does 50-50 come, like... It's not 50-50. No, so, no. so sometimes, this is, this is the philosophy we say, it's like, you know, sometimes, there's going to be times when people are, when one person is stronger than another. Yeah. And so that strong person has to probably carry more weight than the weaker person Mm -hmm. and then vice versa on another occasion i think when people go into relationships and expect constantly for things to be 50 50 financial emotional whatever it is like i think that's such a a warped perception of reality Mm because that's just never never the Mm -hmm. case and this feeling that you know women expect men to also be like 50 50 in the household when it comes to cooking and stuff 
it, it's not. Even if the guy is like as hands on, like Sully is as hands on. Like he has a nick, nick. I call him a nickname called Foti. It means father of the year. Which I wear with pride. Literally, just like goes overboard with everything. Like with just, it's too much for me. You know, suffocating. <laughs> so I call him. I call him Foti. Like just to take the piss, right? Mm. But my point is, is that regardless of a guy being that overboard or that um in, included in everything, right? I actually just think that as women, we're quite maternal creatures, mm. right? And I think that sometimes when we expect the guy to um, do more in the household it's because we're receiving less on another side. Mm. So maybe we're, re- we're receiving less financially or we're receiving less emotionally or something. Mm. So we expect them to compensate us mm. by doing that little mm. bit. So I think as women, we need to be, and I can only speak from a woman's point of view, hence why he's here, right? We just need to be more honest about what it's what it is that we actually want because mm. sometimes what we want isn't him to do more clean I don't want Sully to do more cooking because I hate him being in the kitchen I like my space mm. so maybe I just want him to pay me my 10% and I'm like <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine you know so I think you just need to really like and as women I think we just need to be really honest with ourselves um because sometimes we follow society too much and mm. think that we want certain things when we don't actually want mm. it mm. What do you think? Yeah. You've been quite yeah. quiet. Oh, oh no, yeah. I, I feel like it's pretty much summed up. Like, like I don't think anything should be like a cult- cultural norm. I think what works for you yeah, is what you. works for you. But you have to be honest about it, not just with the person, but with yourself as well, mm. what you can actually tolerate. Didn't I just say that, babe. That's what I just said. You <laughs> summed, that's what I said. You pretty much <laughs> <laughs> Why did you just repeat what I just said? Wasn't the first thing I said, said that? Oh. It's all pretty much being yeah, said yeah, by yeah. Linda. Okay, sorry. It's all pretty much being said by okay. Linda. Yeah. The relationship. And then you went on to repeat expert. everything that I said. No, because I was going to get to the end of it. Got it. Go on. Yeah. I mean, a lot of, it's just hard for me to be 50 A lot of my stuff comes from like the deen and what I practice like as a Muslim. Isn't it? Mm. So inherently there, it's like, there's the the and I'm, I'm not a scholar so I can't be quoted on that in it but inherently there's certain responsibilities that a man would have mm. that it has to take priority mm. um you know what I mean so it's not it's not I can't just say oh it's 50 50 financially because mm. I have, I have certain responsibilities that I, might, mm. I may have to like overcompensate or be mm. more involved in do you get what I'm saying um and it's kind of like as well as an African I kind of view things a certain way but I don't think that's that may be the way that works for us but it's not by any means the way that everyone else should do it mm-hmm. do you get what I'm saying I've seen relationships work in so many different ways and I have a friend and he's on t- Tinder at the moment but he's not on Tinder he's, he's on a halal Tinder so when I say halal <laughs> it means it's like for, Wait, it's is, for, is he married? no he's not no he's just looking for a potential <laughs> wife isn't it? Oh, okay. I meant to say he's a fictional friend that's right. on Tinder who's, who's meeting women and he's asking oh do you want 50-50 and as long as like even though they stop replying as long as he eventually find someone who's willing to live in that agreement with him, then I don't mm. think there's anything wrong with that. Because at the end of the day, finance, it's a big part, but it's not the be end of an end or of not even marriage, like life in general, mm. do you know what I'm saying? You make a certain money and you realise that the money's not going to solve a lot of problems in a lot of people's yeah. situation, you yeah. know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Wow. Like, I think we've been educated, man. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I, think, I think I think the most important thing to take away is like do what do what works, works best for, for your, your relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I think like I said it before several times. There's no such thing as couple goals. You know, you mm-hmm. really don't know what's happening behind yeah, the scenes, yeah. the the mechanics and and everything. You know, so you can only just take just like just add to what you've heard mm. in this conversation and and see if it works for you. If it doesn't, keep it moving. Mm. 
you need help with the boiler, you can just tell them, you know what I'm saying? You don't, there's no shame in that. This boiler's looking at rest, and I he's looking at but, but we genuinely hope, guys, you've enjoyed this episode of uh, Your Real Money Story. Where can they find you and how can they keep up with you, Sully, Linda? I spend most of my time at home, working from home. But if you want to find me in the on the internet, um, I'm Arkslychee, um, so A S K L Y C H E E on Instagram mm-hmm. and on Twitter. Um, but yeah, I'm yeah, but LinkedIn. Much... That's where you get all you got all your clout. Link, yeah, LinkedIn it has like four hundred connections. I mean, if you've got like successful people as well, if you've got like a, a new job for me, like in the seven figures, then yeah, LinkedIn. <laughs> but <Yeah>. otherwise. <laughs> Instagram is fine. <laughs> yeah, you know, I put a LinkedIn as well because we need more money and so we can split it 50 50. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, we'll see, guys. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. You've just listened to an episode of Your Real Money Stories, an original podcast brought to you in association with Zopa. Who provide great value financial products and tools to make managing your money a lot easier. So make sure you subscribe and share with your friends who you think might have related to the episode. For more information and resources around the themes discussed in this episode, head over to zopa.com forward slash podcast. And of course, if you want to be on the next episode, make sure you slide into our DMs at Money Medics on Instagram. 